1: This is the station you turn to first for live team coverage of breaking news. 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Good
2: morning. Good morning. It is six o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Ted Woodward. Steve McIntosh has the day off. It is Monday, February 20th. It is President's Day Take a look at our full forecast coming up in just a few minutes, but it's going to be a pretty nice day. Looking at a high today of 65 degrees, our full weather forecast coming up shortly. President Biden made a surprise trip to Kyiv, Ukraine, meeting with President Zelensky. Fox's Peter Ducey reports.
3: As recently as Friday, we were told there were no plans for the president. To visit Ukraine. The White House was publishing a schedule for reporters in Washington, D.C., but that was all part of a very elaborate ruse, essentially, to uh, give the Secret Service and the U.S. military time to prepare this visit. According to a very small traveling press pool that was with the president in Kiev, uh, he did not announce any kind of new assistance that that the ukrainians have not already received but he did say they're going to get at least a half a
2: billion more dollars in uh, security assistance and that's fox's peter Ducey with that report former president jimmy carter has entered hospice care at home that's according to a statement from the carter center fox's jonathan seri reports from plains georgia Carter Setter says that the former president has decided to spend the rest of his time uh, with his family at home in hospice care. This comes after a series of short hospital stays, according to the nonprofit, which adds that he has the full support of his family and his medical team. Carter's
1: grandson, Jason, a former Georgia state senator, tweeted Saturday, I saw both of my grandparents yesterday. They are at peace. And as always, their home is full of
2: love. And that's Fox's Jonathan Sari with that report. Uh, Wichita police are investigating a shooting that seriously injured a 44-year-old woman from Wichita. Officers were dispatched around 1145 Saturday morning to the 1800 block of North Pyatt. When they arrived, they found the 44-year-old victim sitting inside her parked vehicle with two gunshot wounds to her upper legs. After being treated on the
0: scene, the victim was transported to an area hospital with serious but non-life-threatening injuries. The victim underwent surgery and at last check was in stable condition. Police are still investigating what led to the shooting, but say it was not a random incident and that the victim and suspect know each other. Call police if you have any
2: information on this case. Rodney Price, KNSS News. Kansas Senator Renee Erickson of Wichita tells KNSS News about what the legislature is currently working on.
4: We have been extremely busy in Senate tax.
3: Um, We passed out SB 33, which exempts Social Security benefits from Kansas income tax. So that is sitting below the line. We also have a flat tax in SB 61 and SB 248, which exempts sales tax on healthy foods that has a hearing
2: tomorrow. And Senator Erickson was a guest on the John Whitmer Show last night right here on KNSS. The Department of Labor says one of the country's largest cleaning services for food processing companies employed more than 100 youngsters in dangerous jobs at 13 meatpacking plants across the nation, including Kansas. The agency says it's seen about a 50% increase in child labor violations in the past five years. At least three minors were injured on the job, burned by caustic cleaning chemicals at the JBS plant in Grand Island, Nebraska, Nebraska. The 13 plants in this report came from eight states, including Kansas, Nebraska, and Colorado. A busy meeting ahead on Wednesday this week for the Sedgwick County Commission. The board will hear an update about the Greater Wichita Partnership. And then we'll consider a three-year funding agreement for the GWP. And that'll occur a day after the city of Wichita discusses a similar measure. The county appraiser will discuss property value trends in his annual report on Wednesday. And we'll also get a quarterly report on Sedgwick County's finances. Streaking across the skies of Texas. And where's all that gold buried in Pennsylvania? We'll find out. And, of course... Our traffic and weather is coming up as well as we get our full weather forecast coming up. We are underway here on the federal holiday, Washington's birthday, KNSS Time, 605. It's 610 with Steve and Ted in the morning here on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. A homeowner in Texas may have evidence of a meteor falling from the sky. NASA says the meteor that crashed near
1: McAllen, Texas last week was about two feet wide and weighed 1,000 pounds. You can hear the sonic boom from a home video camera. The space agency says radar and other data indicate that meteorites did reach the ground. The Hidalgo County Sheriff reports air traffic controllers in Houston also got word two aircraft saw a meteor in the sky just west of McAllen.
3: Experts say meteors break apart as they fall through the atmosphere and they generally are
2: not a risk to the public. Richard Jordan, Fox News. Some newly released government records are fueling speculation about a treasure trove of gold buried in Pennsylvania.
3: A court ordered government release of photos, videos, maps, and other documents convincing treasure hunter Dennis Parada that the FBI is looking for Civil War era gold at a dig in Dense Run, Pennsylvania. Parada waging a legal battle, forcing the FBI to turn over records, pointing to sophisticated testing suggesting that tons of gold might be buried there. The FBI insisting how however, that their dig came up empty. All this connected to local lore, saying an 1863 shipment of Union gold disappeared on its way to the U.S. Mint in Philadelphia. Parada
2: saying seven to nine tons of gold could be buried at that site. Paul Stevens, Fox News. It's six eleven with Stephen Ted here on KNSS. And here on this holiday Monday morning, we'll be keeping you updated on traffic updates all morning long. And Jad Chambers will handle those duties.
3: And that's right. And this morning, well, we've got a bunch of uh, abandoned or stalled out vehicles on the roadways right now. So watch out for potential slowdowns in the following locations. Westbound Kellogg at Eisenhower Parkway. Right there near the airport on Kellogg. Uh, we've got an abandoned vehicle, southbound I-235 at the ramp to Seneca down in South Wichita. Watch out there. Also, northbound I-135 the ramp to 21st Street North. So, a couple of different areas where we've got some uh, stalled out or abandoned vehicles sitting there as the traffic volumes are picking up right now. Traffic update from 98.7 at 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers.
2: And let's take a look at our weather here on this Monday. Pretty good stuff. Let's check in with weather. Meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. We have a winter storm system passing through the northern part of the country, but it's going to feel more like spring
5: here at home. Temperatures this morning were near the freezing mark, but a big warm up expected today. Sunny with a high 65. Variable clouds overnight, shallow 36. Then breezy
2: on Tuesday with a high 66. I'm KNSS, meteorologist Dan Holiday. And currently in Wichita, we have a mostly cloudy sky. A little breeze out of the north. It is 34 degrees here on this Monday morning of the Washington's Birthday federal holiday. 6:13 with Steve and Ted here on KNSS. Of course, as you know, this is the federal holiday, so some things are open, some things are not. Uh, federal holiday, third Monday of February, commemorating America's 45 Commanders in Chief. Or she had one guy that did, had two non-consecutive terms, Grover Cleveland, who gets on the list there twice. Officially, the holiday known as the Washington's birthday federal holiday usually falls around George Washington's actual birthday, which is Tuesday. but it never actually falls on George Washington's birthday. yeah not <laughs> so, not quite exact not quite close enough. Uh, of course, the 22nd used to be a federal holiday, but they changed it. Uh, most retail stores will be open. Many corporate offices and government agencies are not operating today. This is a bank holiday in the Federal Reserve System. Most banks will be closed. Uh, the New York Stock Exchange, NASDAQ are closed. Uh, of course, you can always bank online or ATM machines or be of service to you today. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, United States Postal Service closed today. No delivery of residential nor business mail. However, the other private businesses, UPS, FedEx, Ground, FedEx, uh, Home Delivery, they'll be operating. Yep. Uh, non-essential government offices at federal, state, county, city levels will be closed today. So that means no driver's license, no libraries, no courthouses, no city hall, no courts. Federal and state courts are also closed. Yep. Uh, and like we said, most stores and restaurants will be open today, but you better double-check, especially if it's a local business. Uh, some of them might close on today. Yeah. Another
3: but, thing you might yeah. want to do is check for deals.
2: President's well, yeah. Day, typically, yeah, a lot of sales, places have
3: yeah. all kinds of sales going on.
2: But your big your big stores, your Walmarts and Targets, uh, they'll be open, as yep. are most sur- supermarkets, of course. 615 with Stephen Ted here on KNSS celebrating... President's Day or the Washington's birthday federal holiday. Uh, it was originally established in 1885 in recognition of President was- George Washington. Holiday became popularly known as President's Day after it was moved, part of the 1971 Uniform Monday Holiday Act as they were the government was trying to create more three- day weekends instead of just actually having it on February 22nd, no matter what day of the week it fell on. It's been combined in just a generic President's Day for many folks. Several states still have that individual holiday honoring birthdays of George Washington, Abraham Lincoln, and some others. But there you go. Here we are on this year's President's, President's day. day. Yeah. Uh, following the death of George Washington in 1799, his birthday became a perennial day of remembrance, at least. At the time, he was venerated as the most important figure in American history. And events, uh, the centennial of his birth in 1832, that was a big deal. The start of construction of the Washington Monument in 1848, honoring our first president, another cause for celebration. Uh, Like we said, it was not until the late 1870s it became a federal holiday. It was first proposed by a senator from Arkansas. And it was signed into law by President Rutherford B. Hayes. At first, the holiday only applied in the District of Columbia. But then in the 1880s, it was expanded to the whole nation. At the time, Washington's birthday joined only four other federal holidays that we had at the time. So back in the late 1800s, we only had five holidays on the calendar. Washington's birthday, Christmas, New Year's, Fourth of July, Thanksgiving. That was it. And it was the first holiday to celebrate the life of an individual American. There's only one other one of those. M.L. King Day of 1983. 6.17 617 with Stephen Ted here on KNSS. The shift away from Washington's birthday to President's Day began in the late 1960s when Congress proposed that Uniform Monday Holiday Act it was championed by a senator from Illinois, looking to shift the celebration of several federal holidays from specific dates and just put them tag them onto a Monday attached to a nearby weekend. Yeah, so that people could have three day weekends on some of these federal <laughs> holidays. It's always a good idea. Mm hmm. And uh, they were trying to reduce employee absenteeism and things like that. Some argued that shifting holidays from their original dates would cheapen them, cheapen their meaning. But the bill had big widespread support from the private sector. The labor unions loved it. And uh, it was a way to, like we talked, like you said, Jed, to boost retail sales. Mm -hmm. So that's where we're at. So here you are on uh, the federal holiday, Washington's birthday, 2023. It six eighteen with Steve and Ted here on KNSS, and let's take a look at what's going on in sports. And we do have uh, college men's basketball tonight in the Big 12. Number 5, Kansas on the road, visiting number 22, TCU. The Jayhawks right now with the longest winning streak in the conference. They've won four in a row. Now, you might remember the game one month ago when TCU came into Lawrence and demolished KU by 23 points. Tonight's the rematch in Fort Worth. I think the Jayhawks might have that on their minds. And yet, FanDuel has KU as a a one-and-a-half-point underdog going into this one. Interesting. KU is tied for first place atop the Big 12 standings along with Texas. There's only four games to go in the regular season. KU-TCU, that game will tip off at 8 o'clock tonight. Listen live on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. It's Monday night, so that means we'll talk Shocker athletics with three Shocker coaches tonight, back-to-back-to-back. Start out with women's basketball coach, Keith Adams, at 5 p.m., men's basketball coach, Isaac Brown, at 6 p.m., and then softball coach, Christy Breadbenner, at 7 p.m. And all those are over on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. Shocker men's basketball is coming off back-to-back wins. The Shocker softball team has won three in a row, and the Shocker ladies basketball has won two out of their last three. College baseball yesterday afternoon. Wichita State finishing up its season opening series at Long Beach State. Two very close losses on Friday and Saturday. What would the Shockers have yesterday afternoon? Well, they got the they got the bats out and got some runs scored. Shane Dennis with the call of the game on 97.5 and 1240 KFH.
4: And that one's driven hard and deep in the left field down toward the corner. And
5: if it's fair, it's gone. It is. Mauricio Milan goes deep, and Wichita State comes right back. It is five to
2: 5-3. That would be the start of an eight-run top of the third inning for the Shockers, and they blew it open and held the rest of the way. Shockers win it 11-6 for their first win on the season. 1,900 fans on hand at the game in Long Beach yesterday. Winning pitcher, junior Grant Adler, who is from Derby. He went six innings and got his first win as a Shocker. So uh, Wichita State. Gets its first baseball win of the season. The softball team for the Shockers was also out in California in San Diego, taking on Fairleigh Dickinson. And easy win for the Shocks. 12 to nothing in five innings yesterday. Three home runs along the way for the Shockers. Senior designated player Lauren Mills was 2-for-2 at the plate with two home runs and five runs driven in. And how about the great Shocker, the senior shortstop, Sydney McKinney. She got her 300th career base hit for the Shockers. Of course, that's number one in Shocker softball history. Sydney McKinney was three for three at the plate. She is batting 771 on the season. She leads the nation in hitting. How about that? And she went three for three again yesterday. So, a uh, nice job for the Shocker softball team to get a big twelve uh, nothing win yesterday out in San Diego. In men's tennis, the Shockers swept two matches yesterday. In their first outdoor competition of the season on the home court there on campus. Including a 4-3 to win over Nebraska. Shocker men's tennis team has won three in a row. Shocker women's tennis team also won yesterday in Tulsa in a neutral matchup. Beat Louisiana Tech 6-1. to Also the first time outdoors this spring for the Shocker women. They've won five of their last six. And we had an interesting day in college bowling yesterday. It was a huge day for the Wichita State women in Indianapolis. First up, the Shocker women ranked fourth in the nation and they beat the number one ranked team in the nation, Mount Mercy, two games to zero to win the women's division of the PBA Collegiate Championships in Indianapolis. Well, that's pretty good. And then the Shockers also competed on the same day yesterday in the Hoosier Classic in Indianapolis. And the Shocker women won that. They beat the Savannah College of Art and Design in five games. What a day for the Shocker women's bowling program with two huge victories yesterday. Like we said, they're ranked number four in the nation, and that's sports with Stephen Ted on KNSS. It's six twenty-two with Stephen Ted here on KNSS on this Monday morning. Keep it here for traffic and weather, and what's the best way to beat a hangover? Well, we'll discuss that. A Better Life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. That's coming up next. KNSS News Time, 623.
1: This is Stephen Tad on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS.
2: Good morning. It is 6:31. You are listening to 987 and 1330 KNSS. It is Monday, February 20th, the Washington's Birthday Federal Holiday. Currently in Wichita, it is mostly cloudy, 34 degrees. A woman and two children critically injured in a traffic accident. It was southwest of Wichita late yesterday afternoon. Happened about 5:15 p.m. on MacArthur Road in Schulte near the intersection of Highway K42. SUV rolled over, caught on fire. A woman in her early 30s and her two children were hospitalized in critical condition. The children, a four-year-old girl and a two-year-old boy. New updates emerging in the East Palestine train derailment in Ohio. Fox's Alexandria Hoff reports.
1: More toxic chemicals were released than initially reported after the Norfolk Southern train derailed over two weeks ago. So vinyl chloride, one of the substances on board, had, had was burned off to avoid an explosion. That was that enormous plume we all saw. It's known to increase the risk of cancer. But as the
2: cleanup of that site continues, officials maintain that the water and air are safe. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg, who waited 10 days after the derailment to address it, he sent a letter to Norfolk Southern, their CEO, demanding that the company quote live up to its commitment to make residents whole. The Norfolk Southern CEO did visit East Palestine this weekend
1: judge has not yet been.
2: And that's Fox's Alexandria Hoff with that report. Spirit Aerosystems reaching a major milestone with the delivery of the 100th KC-46A Pegasus front fuselage. Spirit won the contract, produced the part 12 years ago. City Council member Brandon Johnson says this milestone signifies the trust the company has in its workers.
5: The job creation is one thing, but trusting the capabilities of our city and our employees and spirit as a company means
3: a whole lot. I think that's job security for the future as well.
2: The Pegasus aircraft serves as a tanker, but it can also carry cargo and operate as a communication hub. Law enforcement in Cowley County, County responding to a crash at 33rd and Meadowlark in Winfield late Saturday night. A vehicle had left the roadway, rolled over, hit a utility pole. The passenger of the vehicle... 27 year old Nicholas Morris of Arkansas City died at the scene. Officers say the driver of the vehicle then left the scene of the accident. Japan is calling for an urgent meeting of the United Nations Security Council following two more North Korean missile tests. North Korea fired two short range missiles into the Eastern Sea on Monday after a surprise intercontinental missile test on Saturday. Pyongyang has been threatening a stronger-than-ever response to military drills by the United States and South Korea. Neighbour Japan wants the UN Security Council to meet as soon as possible, but even if it does meet, the council may not take action. Last year, China and Russia blocked a US-led attempt to hit North Korea with more sanctions. Jonathan Savage, Fox News. Wichita police are looking for the public's help, trying to find a 12-year-old Gershon Williams, 13-year-old LaVon Williams, and 11-year-old Bubba Finn. Landon was visiting Gershon and his brother LaVon. Two siblings were last seen on foot in the 2800 block of East Pine late yesterday afternoon. Landon was last seen in the 600 block of North Old Manor late yesterday afternoon as well. Gershon was last seen wearing a black and gold hoodie with a Jordan logo, black pants, black Vapormax shoes. Gershon is a black male, approximately 4 foot 9, tall, slim build, black short hair. LeVon Williams last seen wearing a red shirt, black jeans, black Vapormax shoes. He might have had a black hoodie with him. Lavon is a black male, about 5 feet tall, broadly built, short black hair. Landon Finn was last wearing a black hoodie, black sweats, blue shoes with yellow bottoms and a Gucci over the shoulder handbag. He's about 5 feet tall. Anyone with information on these 3 missing youths? Asked to call 911 immediately. Fire damaged a vacant home in South Wichita last week in the 900 block of South Broadway. Fire crews finding smoke and flames. After the fire was under control, investigators figured out the fire originated on the second floor and extended to the roof. Third fire in the past five months at that same address. Officials say it's been caused by the homeless attempting to keep warm. Battalion Fire Chief Jose O'Cadies says the house has been placed on the demolition list last month, which was expedited then following that fire.
3: For the safety of the citizens, even
5: the homeless individuals, but also the fire crews and even um, police department and EMS that
3: has to respond on these for any type of emergency.
2: Says if there's an abandoned home in your neighborhood, you should report it to the city. Well, they say good help is hard to find. A pizza shop owner in Ohio taking some steps to try and make it a little easier.
1: The owners of Santino's Pizzeria in Columbus, Ohio, were having trouble finding good people to work there. So they put up a sign that reads, now hiring non-stupid people. Jaden Dunnigan works there. Her parents run the place. She says, a lot of people we've hired just don't want to work. Hence the sign. The customers aren't offended, and judging by the number of positive comments it's generated on Facebook, neither are most other folks. The sign's been up for about two months and has created more customers. Dunnigan says stop in for a slice and an application, if you're smart enough. Karen McHugh, Fox News.
2: Today is President's Day.
1: President's Day was first
4: established in the 1800s to honor George Washington and is celebrated every year on the third Monday of February. The federal holiday's official name is Washington's Birthday and government agencies and departments will be closed. It also affects hours for many banks, state and local government offices and some public schools and universities. The date of the holiday changes each year in part because of the Uniform Holiday Bill of 1968 that mandates some holidays happen on a Monday to prevent midweek shock downs and add long weekends to the federal calendar. Tanya J. Powers, Fox News.
2: 638 with Stephen Ted here on KNSS. Let's take a look at our weather forecast here on the Monday holiday with meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. Some high, thin clouds are spreading in from the southwestern part of the country. A chilly start to our morning,
5: but temperatures warm up nicely this afternoon, and it's going to stay that way through Wednesday. Today's high, 65. Partly cloudy overnight, Tarlow, 36 been breezy tomorrow with a high in the upper 60s. I'm KNSS meteorologist Ann Holliday.
2: Currently in Wichita, it is mostly cloudy, 34 degrees here on this Monday morning. It's 6:38 with Stephen Ted here on KNSS. That means it's time to check in and get great information. It's the Commodities Update with Tom Leffler of Leffler Commodities. Good morning,
4: Tom. Well, good morning, Ted and Jad. Once again, we are still waiting for cash cattle trade results from last week to develop in our Southern Plains. Though we heard there was 162 bids taking place, the live cattle Friday traded mixed and closed positive with the February and April contracts scoring new contract highs. And the Febu- the <clears throat> excuse me, the feeder cattle also traded two-sided and closed mostly on the negative side. Lean hog futures traded mixed Friday and closed mostly negative also. At the close, April cattle 57 cents higher 16465 March feeders up 30 at 186.52, and April lean hogs down 50 cents at 85.27. Now, Friday after trading mixed, the wheat, corn, and soybean futures closed positive in a non-eventful session. Now, last week we saw a March KC wheat and the March corn both lose three cents, while the March soybeans lost 15 cents for the week. Now, the grains are closed at the moment; they will reopen this evening at 7 o'clock. Livestock markets will reopen 8:30 Tuesday morning following the three-day weekend. And the closed Friday March Kansas City wheat eight cents higher at nine o six and a half March corn was a penny and three quarters higher at six seventy seven and three quarters and March soybeans up three quarters of a penny at fifteen twenty seven and a quarter now the outside markets are closing for a limited time this morning right now april crude oil sixty six cents higher at seventy seven twenty one june gold two dollars seventy cents higher at eighteen hundred sixty nine sixty the march s and p five and three quarter points lower at four thousand eighty one and three quarters march dollar index four cents higher 103.82 and march dow jones futures down 74 points at 33,792 for commodity trading or ag marketing advisory contact leffler commodities on the phone or on the web by using 866 go to tom
2: hey tom did with the markets closed on the federal holiday today does that mean you you get to work less today
4: that's right i still got to work but work less
2: okay i'm I'm glad that translates into something positive did you you have a good
4: weekend yeah it was busy all weekend but it was a good weekend weather was nice
2: boy wasn't it that was pretty sweet
4: fantastic for february we get days
2: like that in february that's awesome well exactly i'll let you go so you can work less Thank you, Ted. All right. Thanks, Tom. That's the commodities update with Tom Leffler of Leffler Commodities every weekday morning at this time, right here with Steve and Ted on KNSS. 641 with Steve and Ted here on 98 7 and 1330 KNSS. Ears connected to the brain, says the money tracker, Don Grant. He might be over there doing the hokey pokey. I'm not sure. KNSS News Time is 642. with Steve and Ted in the morning here on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Keep it here for the Money Tracker with Don Grant coming up shortly. Now Steve and Ted, it's time for three big things. Former President Jimmy Carter has entered hospice care at home. He is 98 years old. A mother and her two young children critically injured in a traffic accident southwest of Wichita late yesterday afternoon. That was on MacArthur Road near K-42. President Biden makes a surprise trip to Kiev, Ukraine, meeting with President Zelensky. Three big things with Stephen Ted, 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS.
3: Traffic this morning here in the Wichita area. Just uh, got a couple of those abandoned vehicles potentially slowing things down as those volumes increase. Northbound I-135 at the ramp to 21st Street. We've also got one westbound Kellogg at Webb Road. Watch for a potential slowdown there. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jed Chambers.
2: And a look at our weather forecast here on this Monday morning. The federal holiday, looking at a high today of 65 degrees under a sunny sky. Overnight low tonight down to 36. It'll be partly cloudy tonight. And looking ahead for Tuesday, a breezy day tomorrow with a high 66 Currently in Wichita, it is mostly cloudy and 34 degrees. We are on our way to a high of 65. KNSS weather is brought to you by the Monarch, featuring a variety of apparel, glassware, and gifts for the bourbon lover in your life. That's all available for purchase at the Monarch, right there at 579 West Douglas. A great place to hang out, the Monarch. It's 648 with Stephen Ted here on KNSS. Let's remind everyone how the stock market finished up last week on Friday.
0: Stocks finishing mixed as investors worry about rate hikes. The Dow and S&P down for the week. Hotter inflation data and a hawkish Federal Reserve driving concerns that rates will stay higher for longer as the central bank continues to fight inflation. Talk turning to more 50 basis point rate hikes and markets betting at least three more rate boosts are in the offing. Energy, tech, and materials sectors were down more than 1%. In New York, Jerry Willis, Fox News.
2: Ears connected to the brain. (laughs) Here he is to prove it to us. Money tracker Don Grant, CFP.
5: Good morning, uh, Ted and Jed. Hello. Uh, Yeah, it's like the... The, the hip bone connected right. to the, well, anyway, I'll get in. It'll make some sense here in a second, hopefully. According to the Stanford Center on Longevity, we begin to lose cognitive reasoning, particularly financial cognition in our 50s. Obviously, for some, it diminishes faster than others. If that's not depressing enough, for many, it ultimately leads to dementia. Now one note that I found very interesting is the role that our ability to hear plays in the loss of cognition and dementia. What? You you there you go. See we're getting the connection here. The association between poor hearing and cognition is quite dramatic. A study in the medical publication The Lancet found that mild hearing loss doubles the risk of dementia and moderate hearing loss triples it. Well, here's how that works. Hearing loss could lead to physical injury that affects your brain. If you can't hear well, awareness of your surroundings forces your brain to spend much more energy on hearing and speech interpretation as it has fewer resources for concentrations on things like balance. That puts you in an increased risk for a fall or other accident many falls result in a blow to the head and concussion which could affect the brain's ability to function those with hearing loss have longer hospital stays on average and higher readmission rates not hearing well can compromise a person's ability to understand their role in implementing follow-up care instructions hearing aids are the most common answer to help with hearing loss the FDA recently uh, moved to allow them to be sold over the counter however just 20% of those with hearing loss report that they will use them now my father was reluctant to get them because of vanity he stigmatized though with he- with those with hearing aids and for some reason you know he eventually got them and was much better off because of that in in ear hearing aids help but when hearing loss gets worse just turning up the volume's not enough. The sounds may no longer be clear, even if louder. The solution may be cochlear implants. These devices bypass the inner ear and electronically stimulate the auditory nerves. That sends signals to the brain that can that, that the brain can interpret. And, of course, if you have any questions, you can give me a call. The number is 267-0600, and just ask for me, non-Grant.
2: Well, and like most other things... Advances in that field have just been oh, quantum leap exactly. in the last
5: few, several years. Exactly, yeah. it's been a been a decade or so since cochlear implants have been implemented around, mm-hmm. you know, to a lot to the common people, but uh, they're not used enough. From my from my research, I mean, there's there there are plenty of people who are candidates for them, and they just aren't they using them. They don't do it. Yeah, unfortunately.
2: But well, yeah, because back in the day, you would have to hook this rather sizable machine to the back of your ear and it was very noticeable and little there's a and i think there's that's still all kind of changed. Yeah.
5: yeah it is changed but it's still there is still a wire coming out of your mm-hmm. head you know so
2: well good stuff
5: on a better note on a better note today's a kind of a day off not for you obviously
2: obviously I, it is for steve mcintosh <laughs> he figured out a way to get it off you know what I, I, I didn't know, and you, you
5: pointed out earlier, is it's officially Washington's birthday.
2: It still is on the books. It's Washington's birthday. But we call it President's Retail Day. Retail people are the ones that came up with President's Day.
5: Yeah, because you got to clear out those old model fridges and those old model exactly. uh, washing machines. Mm-hmm. And mattresses. Mattresses. Mattress <laughs> stores
2: <laughs> seem to love President's oh, yeah. Day. Yeah.
5: yeah, furniture, mattresses, yeah. President's Day never does
2: fall on the actual birthday of any president.
5: How'd they come up with it? It Wasn't it
2: originally Washington's birthday? Yes, which is the 22nd. Okay. T- uh, Tuesday. Uh, and, it, and also Lincoln's birthday, which is the 12th. Okay. So President's Day does fall in between those two, but it never actually lands on the day itself. William Henry Harrison and, Re- and Ronald Reagan are the other two presidents who were also born in February. February. But it doesn't match either one of their days either. Too well, early too late.
5: It's because we hit it on the that Monday. It's that f- third Monday third of the month, Monday. yeah. Could the third Monday of the month ever be the 22nd? No.
2: It could, the latest it would be is the 21st. Oh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, Seven so, times three, Durr. Yeah, so you'll never. it'll never fall on the 22nd. Wow. Anyway. These
5: are facts that people are going to really feel smart around their people at work when they tell them.
3: Mm-hmm. Or
5: people
2: at work will hate them. <laughs> That's kind what like, I was going to say. If they're even at work. <laughs> kind of like Cliff Clavin. Could be, yeah, exactly. Yeah. The, half the 50 states changed have changed the name to President's Day on their calendars officially. Gotcha. But the Fed is still officially... It's still officially on the books as Washington's birthday. Okay. Yeah, because I, I remember uh, when my dad was still alive and working at the bank, he loved February because he always got the 12th off for Lincoln, and he always got the 22nd off for... Washington, you yeah. always, always got two holidays in wow. February,
5: and then he got stung for Valentine's Day, though. You know, he had to buy flowers and chocolate and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, there's always that. Of course, he got some loving too. Do you have a good weekend? Yeah, yeah. We're officially moved into our new offices. Okay,
2: yeah. that's always a task.
5: Yeah, it is. It is, and uh, we still have a lot to go, and and we've got you know another couple of le- months left on the old on the old lease. Okay. You know, so we've got we could we could procrastinate a little bit longer but we're officially working from the office now we're very excited it's got a we've got a team approach to things and i'll i'll probably talk about that at some point a little bit more but
2: did, did uh, you ask your friends to help you move no no
5: no i got my i've got my partners and they've got a vested interest okay. in it so so they're 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 uh, held hostage of course it's my truck that's doing it all you know right. Well, no, we had some some things moved, you all know, right. but 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 uh, it's it's mainly files, and we're trying to go paperless, so we're we're just scanning files and scanning okay. files. Yeah, that can be a little tedious, I would imagine. Oh man, there's a lot of paperwork. Yeah. Okay, a lot of paperwork. Oh, well, but it'll be yeah, nice. Yeah. It'll be nice to have no file cabinets oh, in the house yeah. at all, except ah. for like you know yeah, what, personal just stuff. The, yeah. yeah. So nice. I'm, I'm
2: excited about that. Cool. Well. Yeah. Thank you for joining us here on President's Day and making the effort to come in. Well, thank we you for having it. me. I appreciate it. really do. It's uh, You guys are
5: great you know, on every day of the week, <laughs> not just President's Day. Oh, bless your heart. Or Washington's birthday. Thank yeah, you. So. All, right. All right. We'll
2: talk to you tomorrow. All right. Look that forward to it. That is the Money Tracker, Don Grant, CFP, every weekday morning at this time with us here on Stephen Ted on KNSS. Coming up, we have a big 7 o'clock hour on the way. We've got news, business, weather, sports. A surprise trip for President Biden as well. KNSS News Time is six fifty-six.
0: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to twenty percent versus AT and T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today.